It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi everybody, it's Chris here from the Gallagate Shots YouTube channel. Just to let you know. Hi everybody, it's Chris here from the Gallagate Shots YouTube channel. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Always Man Faces podcast. I'm sorry if there was a lot of things happening at the start of that. Um, it wasn't working on my screen. <laughs> Hope all you are well though. Um, I am back. Mark Walker's here. Dagger is here as well. How are you boys? He's all okay. Hi, I'm glad we finished work. I'm not going to lie there. But yes, I'm, I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Mark looking very radiant on Thanks. screen at the moment as well. Oh, yeah, I've been... Just been for a little spray tan before I came along, just to, <laughs> to add to the illusion why that's I wasn't a, here. That's an image that I never want to imagine you getting a spray Being tan. Being a little pair of paper pants. Do <laughs> still wear paper pants in a I spray don't know tan? Me. I've never had a spray tan. No, neither have I. I, I, I of all the things, <laughs> you would not have a spray tan. No, no. I've been on the Sundays many times. But, all right. Okay. Um, I reckon it would be. I, I, you honestly have never had a spray tan. I, it, I swear <laughs> on my mum's life, I have never had a spray tan. What, 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 if, what if I did? No, 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 that's that's what we mean. Like, honestly, honestly I bet people in the comments now, how many of you reckon that guy really has had a spray tan? Honestly, or, or would you he's think he's had a spray tan? I've, I've had loads of sunbed minutes. I'm not going to give you that. Like, I've I think loads. this might be a pause for two pause. Has, <laughs> no, has Degga ever had a spray tan? No, honestly, not. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? I do think it would be your choice, though, because obviously some people wouldn't want to, you know, get like, cock tan. But then other people might go, like, oh, just crack on. You know what I mean? Same for, for ladies as well, of course. You've got to have some white bits, though, don't you, to show your tan off? True, I true. Oh well, but we're all here to talk about Dan Ashworth a little bit. Um, I think he has a spray tan. He's a spray tan. <laughs> well, he's he's down on that south coast. He's, they've got the weather. They probably don't need a spray tan. <laughs> so yeah, um, we'll, we'll just dive straight in. We will talk about other things that are happening uh, currently at Newcastle United. But as always, like we have done over the last few weeks, 
If you have any questions, file them our way. And we'll go through as many as possible tonight. As always, we'll be going for around about an hour. So, um, yeah, boys, um, long time coming. Dan Ashworth, news announced. No official statement as such from the club, apart from saying that we're pointing uh, Dan Ashworth, our technical director. I think the terms were that they used. Waiting for approval from the Premier League. Um, so, 2024. <laughs> yeah, that, feel, that fills us with a little bit of dread, doesn't it? After our history with the Premier League and getting things approved. but It's an appointment that we've, we've known that's going to be happening, Digger. Um, it's one which we're all excited about. Um, another piece of the jigsaw coming together since the, the, the new owners arrived on Tyneside. Um, just going back to the interview, which he done for BT Sports before Brighton yeah, game. Yeah. <clears throat> um, he's interviewed for uh, Jake Humphreys, Joe Janus. Cole and Jermaine Janus. Um, yeah. Comes across really, really well, mate. Um, amazing. And, and I think at that point, I think he had only been at the club, I think, for six months, maybe eight months at yeah. that time. Um, it wasn't long. Um, I actually, you know, I'm very first linked with him when the rumours were there. I watched the one where... <clears throat> He was on YouTube. I apologise, I forgot the full name, but it was something like Campus Football Business University or something University like that. University of... Oh, the University of Football Business or Business Football. Yes, yes. I watched it yeah. about an hour ago, mate. Oh, did you really? I All did. Right, well, I, I and you can't that. remember the name? <laughs> no. <laughs> but it is something like that, though, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's, there's a lot of... It was really interesting, that. It was really interesting, obviously, the... I, I always like to understand where people came from, and I, I find it amazing that, like, little, just little things like, obviously started at West Brom as the academy manager there, mm. and then got called to a meeting, and he thought that, oh, it's just a general meeting, and all of a sudden, actually, we want you to be sporting director yeah. of West Brom, and he was like, whoa, like, I'm not, I, I didn't think I'd ever do this, mm-hmm. and then for him to even have, you could say, not the belief, but, like, he wanted it in writing that if it didn't work out, he could go back to that job. He wanted some assurances yeah, that if, yeah. it, if it, Went tits up basically, he was guaranteed his yeah. previous role back. And then you think of moving from there to then being approached by England and the unbelievable success that he had at England at, at, at the youth level. You know, obviously, winning 2017 was an amazing year for England in that regard. So, so people that don't know, um, what he created at England was the, the England DNA. Um, and he wanted uh, it's right down under 15s, I think it was maybe a little bit lower that he wanted every single um section of that football um association playing the same sort of football, said that all the other countries are progressing and their senior players have been playing for the country since they've been youngins. Mm-hmm. And that's what he brought in. And obviously, we've got the success with the the team of Phil Ford and Rashford that won yeah. the European Championship on that one. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we saw semi-finals in Russia, then obviously the, the most recent one as yeah. well. And what he achieved there is, is unbelievable, Mark. He's done it at a fairly young age as well. Because you think of... You know, that, that type of positions that he held, you would think it would be somebody that's been in the game for a long, long time and, you know, maybe a little bit of a an elder statesman in the game. But I, I guess having that bit of youth on his side, if you can call it that, comes with fresh ideas, doesn't it? And, you know, allowing him to, to probably just exp- experiment a little bit and that whole thing around the DNA, it's when you look at some of the big successful, not only countries, but clubs, like in European football and stuff like that, you know, you look, the look Ajax is a one that springs straight away to mind for me of from that very, very young age, having them in the club, having them play in the same way. And that's why they've got that that almost fact, factory-like mm. like transition, isn't it? Just a smooth transition. Talent. Yeah. 
So it's it's brilliant. I mean, as you said, it's it's been something we've we've been expecting for a long time. It's taken a while, obviously, with him going on his his gardening leave. It must be looking fantastic. He's garden now because he's been in there for months and months. Um, but it's it's finally been done. We just need the the official stamp of the Premier League, and he can get going. It's a saga which have been going on for for God knows how long now. Him obviously resigns mid season uh, at Brighton, and it was ex- well only rumours a handful of days ago wasn't going to be late as in November that he could arrive at Newcastle. Yeah, looks like his feet are going to be firmly under the desk as the transfer window opens. Decker and. It's it just works in our favor once again, doesn't it? It, it does, and I, I did want to mention this point is like you know obviously when when um, when it was kind of the announcement was there and everyone was getting excited, every comment I was seeing was like our summer starts now. It's all about the summer, and I actually, I actually am looking. I'm looking much further than that. Like I, I, I think it's arguably you know of course your head coach or your manager is so important. Of course it is, but this is such an important position and it's in a position that we've struggled with and probably haven't had certainly mm. a man of this experience or caliber ever you could say but it's not just this summer window is it it's it's january it's the summer after that it's the entire culture of the club and everything about it it's much more than just oh let's see what this summer brings and mm. i, I kind of got a bit a little bit annoyed at some of the comments actually that it was almost people were just looking at the next five weeks and i'm like i, I don't get us wrong that's important but it's much bigger than that, right? Yeah. Like it's 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 forever. You know what I mean? It's, it's, like, it's the future that yeah. really excites me. Yeah, like yeah. of what, if what he can do with the ambition that this this club have got now with the owners, what the owners want to achieve, that kind of they can marry that together and and really develop this club mm-hmm. and look at you know we've we've sat around this table a number of times in the past and and talked about our reserve sides, our youth sides, and stuff like that, and how we've really really struggled to bring any sort of talent through. We've seen over many many years. All of the talent in the northeast going to other clubs, leaving the area and going to you know wider wider afield. You would hope that this is is a defining moment where we can look at that and start thinking right. We can actually start developing our our players yeah. now and and hopefully you know a few few years down the line we we'll get the likes of a Thornton coming through and and that kind of thing. Whereas when we have had those young players where we've we've kind of bigged them up and wanted to get them into the team. It's then fizzled out a little bit, and they've kind of they've gone out on loans. It hasn't worked out, and and stuff like that. It's, it it, it gives us a, a bit of hope, even even more so, just around what what this area can produ- produce and get into that team. And going back to the England DNA as well, it, it's so important that you're not just everyone always looks at you, you know, the, the the eleven players on the pitch on a Saturday or Sunday, and that, that's all that matters is the Premier League. But to have that culture and DNA through all of it through. Mm through not just even the even the women's football as well like oh yeah. literally you're talking all the way like you know and that's what that for me is what makes you a big club in that sense in terms of really attacking on all angles whereas there's loads of times where um I used to see we'll win on a weekend say this is another old regime and that right and then I'd go on to it and it might be a Wednesday night we're playing the reserves and we got beat six nil off oh, Man City or something yeah. and I thought <clears throat> ah, but you know no one really cares about that and that is the wrong attitude to yeah. have and what what I think is what Mark's saying is bang on is that you would hope that the under-18s or the under-21s become competitive. Mm. And then that means because they're um, playing the same way in the same kind of you know uh, shape, formation, style of play and stuff like that, then them can develop with towards well, the first team. They're technically your feeder club. Well, yeah. exactly. That's what you're trying to It's what you're trying to We've never done that. We've just bought a player, plugged him in to fill a gap. And it would be lovely to see this transition coming through. It's it's very hard as well. Don't get us wrong. It's not easy. It's not easy to do that. But 
at the same token, you look at what happened to Brighton when there's a, there's a few players that them have brought through the youth system. And fair enough, they've sold them, but they've sold them for absolutely millions. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying that we're a selling club by any stretch, but it would be nice to, for us to bring players mm. through. You know, we haven't had that many, um, other than you know long staffs and stuff like that. But I just think that. I, and again, back to my original point is that, of course, it's amazing to have him in for now and all the rest of it, but it's the future, the longevity of what he can bring, I think, is really it's, exciting. It's the experience. And how long have we been a football club and fans of this club where people are just put in a position without that that experience? Lee Charney being a perfect example, mm-hmm. where he was doing every job and had every title under the sun. And one of the things which we mentioned on that, on that interview, which, which you watched as well mm-hmm. with that University of Football, um, the questions put his way of there's so many different titles that you can have. You can have sport and director, you can have technical director, whatever, everything with direct on the end of it. And the interview I say is what, what's the difference? Why so many clubs got different titles? And he said, well, it's the fundamentals of the football club and what the football club do other than just a senior team. So obviously if you've got your youth set up, you've got your academy, you've got your ladies football, you've got recruitment and stuff like that. And he said, it goes in a little bit more deal and says, what is your role? in the, the day-to-day running of a football club and, and the likes of the recruitment is the case where you would interview with the manager and say, hang on a second, just a handful of months ago, we brought this player in to suit the what we, we are wanting to do in the future and you, you haven't been playing him. Mm-hmm. He's basically saying, well, I wouldn't get involved with that. Yeah. There might be a discussion about it if the manager comes to me and says, oh, Dan, I, I need a... I can't play 4-3-3 this week and what do you think I should do? And it seems yeah. like he's pretty hands-on but hands off at the same time when it yes. comes to that first team football. I thought that as well. The balance was really interesting to hear that obviously, as you say, like it was a case of, I would never ever encroach. And I think that's so important, isn't it? But that, that kind of role, hmm. like you could quite easily be the person that is kind of over the manager saying, no, 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 you need this player. This is the player I've been looking at. And this is who you need. Um, but he's, he's quite willing to have conversations, even about formation. If that's what it was Potter at the time he was yeah. referring to would come to him and say, you know, I don't know if I should play three at the back. What do you reckon? And, yeah. he, and he'd, he'd bring a voice to the table if needed. It's about finding that balance where you're not encroaching, isn't it? That's that's it can be can be hard. That I think, but it, he's had experience at having the right balance, which I think is important. Now, I think this will be the difference, Mark, between having that that English setup as a, a director compared to your, your overseas one. Where basically, if you're not playing the team that that those sort of directors are playing, you're out the door. You see how many times are the likes of yeah. Real Madrid, places like that. If if the president of the football club just you out the door really, aren't you? It's like they they have kind of that that power, don't they, to make the decisions. Whereas the, the way you're looking at at Dan's role is it's going to be more advisory and and that like as you say, just a little bit of advice, a sounding board for for some ideas. Um, and I think he, he, sorry, he referred himself to as a critical friend. I'm a critical friend of the manager, mm-hmm. which I thought was a nice term. And that's it. It's it's to give that that what-if scenario, give it a, a different point of view. And, well, if you make this decision, what what does it mean for X, Y, and Z? And, I mean, Eddie Hauser is is a is a very experienced coach after the time that he's had in the game now, but he doesn't know everything. I think that's why he surrounds himself with a, a lot of good other coaches with different ideas and stuff like that to to get that, that opinion. And, and having another one there with the experience that he's got and what he can bring to the table and, you know, it, it's it's very interesting when you think back to that first appearance of Eddie Howe as he wasn't officially head coach, but it was the first person he met 
coming down the stairs yeah, was was him. Well, apparently in another uh, interview, a post, sorry, podcast I was watching earlier this afternoon, um, they had a relationship during the England setup as well, where it must be when Eddie, I was just doing the rounds, yeah. going watching everything, how everything worked. Obviously, Dan Ashworth was there at the same time, so there's already a relationship that like was so coming down the steps. Yeah, they definitely knew each other. You could you you could see it in just that that brief. You know, interlude of the meeting on the stairs and shaking hands and having a little bit of a he mentioned chat, so. the, one of the questions as well in the, this previous podcast that mentioned the likes of, of how the recruitment side works. And he seems like the, the players he brings in, it's all on, on stats, basically, it's all on stats and, and figures and, and character, similar to what Steve Nixon mm-hmm. wants as well, bringing the players in the team. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's um, something Eddie Howe always talks about is character. Exactly, character. And he says it works on basically like a traffic light system as well. So, Obviously, if, if it's green, it means everyone's in agreement. He's in agreement. Recruitment team's in agreement. And first team coaches in agreement that they want to bring this player in. If it could be the orange sort of thing where wages just don't match the value of the player, et cetera, et cetera, then obviously they'll have a discussion here. Can we bring somebody else in or shall we try and negotiate the sort of fee? It just looks like a professional setup, <laughs> which we're getting, which is sounds ridiculous <laughs> to see it. Yeah, But it it's something which we're, we're not used to seeing. Something else that stood out to me, that might have been that it could have been, I don't know if I've read this or whatever, but obviously uh, Tony Bloom, who was the Brighton owner, kind of like went to him and said, I want to play this style of football. I want to try and establish yourself as a top 10 team. Basically, the reins are yours. Mm. And it was his decision to bring in Potter. And you remember, and this is just, you know, that's why I'm not getting paid anything for money for football. But I thought, God, getting rid of Hutton for him is a bit weird. Like, Hutton will always keep you in the Prem and Hutton's Ari is a decent bloke. And, and then Potter come in and just, totally transformed Brighton. And, you know, you think of, for him to have that from an owner's point of view to say to him, I entrust you to to take us to the next stage. Your decision is yours. You bring in who you think's right. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Like, And to just reference what you said there about the travel license and blah, 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 it seems very similar to how Man City work in regards to, right, we do want that player, but if financially it isn't what we believe, then we just won't go from. Yeah. We'll move on to someone else. Um, which, again... Yeah. For all Hibby Man City is not the best example. In well, yeah, well, you know, that's what they did with Van Dyke, for example. You know, they wanted him, but not too much. We're not going to go for him and we'll move on. But I don't know. I think when you say about professional, organized, you know, it's something which we should expect mm. anyway. Even if you're not the, the you know, one of the richest clubs, you should expect that as a given. But can you remember the, the whole purple player setup that we had, which got uh, leaked yeah. and there was a list of yeah. players? What was, what was all that about again? Was purple player a player that? Oh, was it not blue chip? Blue, blue, blue chip player was always Bobby Robson's. No, it was per- oh, this was not a bias. It was oh, like pearl pe- pe- players and stuff like that. So, yeah. Somebody will come out and remember pearl what players, I can't was. remember that one. Though. They had a list and it was two different, I'm sure it was two or three different categories. And the pearl player was really dodgy one. I can't remember what it was, but it was. Probably it. was a dodgy one. Sure it was a I'm sure it was in the Lambias and Dennis Wise. It would have been them lot. But like I said, we're talking about bringing the experience professional into the club. Last one, I think it would have been Dennis Wise, was it not? Oh, Kinnear actually might have got it after Kinea, that. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Wise, Wise left and then Kinnear came in and then obviously ended up as, as manager, didn't he? I mean, Pearl, he... Right, so Pearl player were our first 11, so the starting players. And there was some, there was another category on that. And there was one category which was just completely disrespectful no, to, I... to the players that were already on the I've books. I've got no recollection of Can that whatsoever. Mate, there's a lot of that era that I try to, to, I to forget about. So... I don't blame yeah, But Pearl. again, no, it's, it, you think of like... Uh, this is what I used to always, sorry to go back here, but under Ashley, you think that obviously he's a clever businessman, blah, 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 blah. But just bring in people that know about football, right? That's sure, surely that helps. Like, how well, can well, that not well, be? he did, he did 
try based on the on the well, names that we, we've just yeah. said there. But it was it was. But again, given Dennis Wise, it was position, cronies, wasn't it? it? That's the you know. It just makes me. Yeah, I can't understand. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> if uh, going back to that uh, that traffic light system. We never even got the traffic lights, did we? We were broken down on the bloody driveway. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> under him. We never got off with drive. <laughs> me. Um, right, to move on, because we can talk about this situation for God knows how long, but we'll move on. We'll, we'll try and get through as many topics as possible. Um, we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, Mark, but the name, name sorry, won't disappear. Henderson. So, goalkeeper. Is this happening? Because we had reports from the Manchester side of the press, which was saying it was basically a done deal, which obviously was coming on the Tyne side, and from the press from our side, it was definitely not happening. Mark, <laughs> what's your thoughts it's on It's just it? weird, one, isn't it? It's like, do you think the Manchester side's maybe just trying to tout for the move to, to get him out? Is it is it his representatives trying to get the word out there that he's he's maybe doesn't want to sit on the bench at Man United anymore? He wants to go out and, and get a move. I'm I'm still not convinced that that he's the answer. Like, if if we are going to go and get a get a new keeper, he's yeah, he's he's had one one good season really. I think he's he's played less than a half a dozen games this season because he hasn't been able to get a get a sniff. Um, surely there's if if we are really going after a keeper, surely there's better out there that we could we could go go for. My slight counter argument to that is obviously Dubravka knowing what we knew about him when we signed him. So, for example, you're saying one good season here, half a dozen games there. I mean, Dubravka wasn't even first choice for the... From he the, was third. You know, he was third, third choice, choice yeah. and, you know, and he came in and did very well and, and is doing very well. Um, to answer Chris's question, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm getting to the stage now where there's no smoke without fire. I'm yeah. getting towards that angle. Whereas before I was like, listen, how many links do we see? You know, And it was quite mad a few weeks ago how it was. It was done, right? It was like literally the Man- Man- Manchester mm-hmm. Press was saying it was done and that was strange and and then all of a sudden there was loads of cold water and now yeah. it's come back up again so I, i'm more erring to the side of there's no smoke without fire. i think I, I i can see the argument from both sides more but what i think is that is he a proven premier league goalkeeper no he's no. not we'll have saw i mean glimpses and, and he has performed well in, in the games that we have seen him it was that season when he went on loan to sheffield united yeah he was he was fantastic do you not think it's a case where obviously debrack was our number one goalkeeper and be going into the season as our number one goalkeeper i would imagine it's not the fact we're bringing henderson it's challenge for that spot then obviously if he gets that spot if it's through injury performance whatever it may be he holds on that spot that's that's gonna have a better chance that's maybe where you, you look at it but would you be happier sitting on the bench at Man United, given that, I mean, I know they're not great at the minute, but from a a club in a history point of view, you know, as much as I hate to see it, they're a, they're a bigger name than, than we are. Yes, he's probably got more chance of getting in because, mm. as we've seen the last, what, two, three years, Dubravka's had a couple of injuries during that time, so he's missed decent proportions of, of the season, so he might he might have an eye on that, but... I don't know. He's got youth on his side as well. He's not, well. I think he's twenty-five. So when you consider it, that it's it's maybe is a one that is going to be a a longer-term investment because if he does develop in the way that you you think he might, based on the performances that he had in that season, then it could be a shrewd bit of business. But I don't I don't think he'll he'll come cheap because mm. he's got that English English tax. He's been around the England squad. He's at Man United, so. Do you think either way, Dagger, that this is probably Darlow and, and uh, 
Gillespie. Sorry, not Gillespie. He, he's got Woodman. a year left. Woodman. So Dolan Woodman out the door. I would, yeah. I would, well, I would definitely say Dolan. Yeah, for certain. Yeah. Um, personally speaking, the re- the the reason why I would love it is the competition between your two goalkeepers is fantastic. It it really is like. If you had them two as your your second, your first and second choice, I mean, is there a better one in the league? As a as a one and two, I'm not so sure. Like, I'm really mm. not. Like, it's you know, like obviously if, if Dolo went and then Dubravka did stay, obviously you, maybe you Chelsea. It's probably uh, Aspilicueta. Aspilicueta. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm I'm all, I'm all about competition, me. Like, it, it drives it drives you to be better, and you know to have them too. Oh, it would be unbelievable. Honestly, it would be amazing. And you know, like fair enough, people might be upset that Dubravka might get dropped. Some people will be buzzing that he's in. For, for me, I know I agree with you. It costs an awful lot of money. But we've probably got it. And, and, and the bottom line, it really is, if, if Eddie Howe has singled that guy out and wants him, trust him. then we trust him. Yeah. There's the shout out from Fish and Rods that says, I reckon we will loan Henderson and pay a fee in 12 months. It's a strange one to loan a goalkeeper, though, because they're not, unless they're going to be number one, they're not going to get much game time, really, unless it's in the cupboard, like I said, unless injuries prevent, obviously, the, your starting goalkeeper. It's a strange one to bring on in. A loan goalkeeper. You would also think if it was a loan, which is not a bad comment either, by the way, um, might be like stipulations of how many games. It might be, you know, mm. okay, yes, but he has to play X. Um, and as you say, I mean, it's, you know, it is a difficult one. Um, Why would Man United let him go out on loan though? Especially to somebody that could be challenging against you next season. Because that's probably Man United's worry that they're probably all looking at Newcastle and thing and they could be challenging us at some point. Next season, we're not obviously Manu won't going to be challenging for the league next year. Far from it, I would it'd say. It's some bloody turnaround, wouldn't exactly. it? Exactly, and you could even argue Champions League football. You're looking at it could possibly be trying for that European place. Obviously, there will be hoping to aim higher, but you would think the similar sort like West Ham, the Wolves, yeah. they're on That's that, that level. That, at the Wolves moment. was the one that that sprung to mind. Would they let them go and go and join Wolves on loan? Yeah, you, you and, wouldn't think so. That's why he went out to Sheffield United because. They expected them to be shuffling around the bottom of the table, trying to keep them in the league and stuff like that. And won't and behold, they went and on had a had a fantastic season, didn't they? But hmm. it, it's it's a strain. It really is. But I think that, like like I said, we need somebody to challenge the Bravga because Dolo's had his chances. And yes, Dolo came in and he he done all right at he times. Did, he did. He did. Uh, for me, that this always oh, error in Dolo, and and you could probably argue the same with the Bravga, but. I feel as if Dolo spills it too much in the six-yard box. He just pans it back into play. I think if you look at you look at any 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 top goalkeeper, there's an error. I mean, I think uh, Larice is, is is terrible half the time. If I'm being honest with you, uh, I think Pickford's got an error as well. Here, I think yeah, exactly. The... Going, I was going to go to him to here. They've had, you know they've all got errors in them, but again, I would say going back to the competition thing is it, you know if something happened to Bravka, Bravka had a bad run of form, and then we had to bring Dolo in. I wouldn't exactly say I'm. Thrilled with confidence that Dolo was coming in. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I, I would mm. if if Henderson got the opportunity. Um, so you know, but but equally for me, if if Henderson's as good as we think he is, why isn't he getting a chance at Man United? Because De Gea hasn't been great. He hasn't been great for a a long, long time. Well, I think Henderson's asking that question as well. So to be honest, I think that's why he wants <clears> to go. And I'm, it's it's difficult to drop a it's difficult to drop to here, right? I mean, it's difficult. Like it's I know he's had mistakes in that, but it's hard. It's hard when you. He's a great mm. goalkeeper, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he did have a bad. He did. I'm not saying necessarily the season just gone, but there was a season before that where it almost seemed weekly, right? Yeah. That he was doing. Almost like, 
yeah. but yeah, it's an interesting one though. It is an interesting. Let's one. go through some of the questions. As always, if you have got any more questions, just send them our way, and we'll go through as many as possible tonight. The first one is from Scott, our very own Gallagher shot, Scott. Just on the subject nice of is that his full Sunday name, is it? That is his full name now. <laughs> Our very own Gallagher Scott Scott. Um, Gallagher Scott. There we go. We'll call That's him that from now on. Gallagher Scott. So, on the subject of goalkeepers, he says, Do we have a first choice keeper if we bring Henderson in? Or would it be a performance based number one? Where basically it's winner stays on sort of thing. I like that. Um... It could it be a case where you go? Let's say if he comes in, like Scott says, let, let's be, let's let's look towards the future. Henderson's there, Debravka's there, Eddie Howe goes to Debravka. Right, it's yours. It's also yours to lose. Yeah, and let, you go back to we've had that in in um, not in recent years, but you go back. We had the whole time that Steve Harper was here. He was always there Steve, to be pushing. Steve that Harper number always one got the um, Champions League games, if I yeah. remember right. What I was going to say was, I think if that was the case, you'd have one that is your Premier League and one's your cup, no matter what. No matter what. So, this, but again, that's the situation know. he's in now. No, true, true. But I still think in his mind, in his mind, have you got more chance of getting ahead of Dubravka, ahead of Dubravka at the age of Dubravka is over to here? I think to here is older, you know. No, he might, he might be, but it's... I'll still come back to who he is. And plus, the new manager might not... The yeah. new manager coming in, he might not think he, he features in his plans. He That new manager might have his own goalkeeper he wants to bring in. Obviously, of course, I don't know his thinking or how he's going to do things, but I, I feel as if... I, I kind of agree with Scott as I, I don't feel... Well, to be fair, you have to give someone number one. You've got to, right? yeah. You've got to say, you are my goalkeeper. But I feel as if the second you would do a mistake, bang, um, it's now your chance. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And... That is good competition, but it's an awful lot of pressure as well, right? That you know that I ain't going to get a second chance. Yeah, if I do a mistake, this guy's in. Yeah, that's that's that can also be difficult to live with as well. Like so, but yeah. Again, it just comes back to me: is 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 he any better than Dubravka? I I don't think he is. He's probably on a par. And if could, you're going to be, could he? Because you mentioned his age, could, could he not develop to be a better goalkeeper? I probably arguably say yes. He could. He could. Like I say, twenty-five. You, you think he's got at least. You know, he could have his five to eight years yeah. before he gets into that peak of so it's normally around the 30 year old mark, isn't it, for a keep match? So, mm -hmm. but again, I mean, Dubravka that's still in there when he's 40. <laughs> hey, it's it's not unheard of, is it? What's he now, 33 maybe? He's getting on, like, <clears throat> he's getting on. Uh, right. Next one, this one is from Stoddy55. It's high chaps. Do you not think that Steady Eddie will have most of the names in his head already? Great show, lads. Keep it up. I press the like button. Thanks very much, mate. Um, Thank you. So do you think that the, the names are already there on, on a bit of paper? The list is already being handed in and just waiting for the negotiations to start? Yeah, I, I would I would have thought so. You go back to, you know, we had a list in, in January. Mm -hmm. We know that some of them didn't come off for, for various reasons. There'll be names that were on our list in January that we didn't get anywhere near because... It was the wrong time to go for them and stuff like that. I think so, what we we'll also have to drop in there that there was probably names on the list in January that would have been scratched off the list going into summer. Like the Lingard, the, Lingard, the, the, there's a couple of shouts for Lingard, and then Carlos who's yeah. gone to Villa. Yeah, those were probably January signings. Ali Van der Beek again. Yeah, well, I'm sure if I remember rightly, I could be wrong here, but I'm sure when he literally took the job, how had a list? Mm. Uh, he had a list yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Took it in the interview. Yeah. Took it in the interview and said, "These are the players I feel can make us better." That was that was in the interview, man. Yeah. 
This guy, he will be thinking years ahead, not just for the summer. I literally will be thinking of years to come, and there's no question. Now, it doesn't, doesn't mean that the list is set in stone. Of course, things will change, and people might come available, and you know, he might change his mind, but there's no question that in January they'll be, they'll be saying this and we'll go for him in the summer and things like that. There's, there's just no doubt. He's too, the guy's far too organised and far too professional. You know, it's not like Bruce turning up with the meetings going, right, I'll pine chips first and then we'll see who the left-back's going to be. Like, it's not going to be that way. No, he, he lives and breathes football. So he, yeah. that that's all he does is is football, football, football. So he'll, he'll know the players that he wants to do. They'll, they'll have... All of the stats because he's very, very stats orientated, which Absolutely. again, which is why it works very, well. very well with with Ashworth. It, it's going to be if if you've made the list, mm-hmm. you're going to be top draw. Well, yep. just because you you mentioned Ashworth there as well, Blue Rhythm Boy says, do you think he would have helped formulate the list prior to obviously 100%. joining Newcastle? Absolutely not, because that would be against <laughs> Premier League rules. While he was cutting his grass. Yeah, no doubt. He was cutting names in his grass. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah I, I think th- there would have been some sort of communication, obviously not through the parties involved. But Allegedly, yeah. I may say. Yeah. It, it's going to happen, isn't it? No, of course it's going to happen. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, this one, let's let's go through a couple more there. We've got loads tonight, boys, to be fair. Um, Sears. This one is Swadlass. It's hi lads. Love the podcasts. Uh, keep them coming. Uh, do you think we will sign players suited to the four three three formation that we have now used? Uh, sorry, that we are now used to. Or would anybody come in that could possibly change that formation? He says, for example, uh, centre attack midfielder like Madison could change the dynamics of the setup. It's actually a thought I've had in regards to <clears throat> like. What I mean by this is, was the four three three just stumbled upon in, in, to a degree because of mm. you know personnel and situation? And is that is that really what how wants to play? Like I know it's it's worked and, it, and, it, and he's he's rolled the dice and it's and it's you know it's carried on. I say rolling the dice that sounds very amateurish, and I'm not saying for a second he is, but I agree that because personally speaking, I thought it was three at the back, wing backs, you know that that type of style which we've never tried on on the how so it is an interesting one would we stay with the 433 i mean obviously of course to 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 the to the eye test yes hmm. the eye test tells me stay 433 because it's, it's it's been great right and a few little pockets of improvement in that formation is going to be great but it's a, it is a good question because you know if you signed a a number 10 an actual attacking style player it's it's going to change the dynamic isn't it massively so and we'll keep getting obviously linked with uh bruno's mate in who would Come and fit into that that type of role. What's your thoughts on that one, Mark? Do you think that's just because it's Bruno's mate? Ah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the, the relationship that that's there. People are putting together. You know that the fact that he's it's a combine. The missing each other. Thing. That's what it is. Yeah. It, equally, um, Martinez and Almiron. When Almiron came, all yeah. of the clamour was to sign oh, to sign him was, and, yeah. and bring him. And it's it, it's very rare that you get. That happening where they'll you know they'll bring bring along. We've not had the link like that, but... of Trippier and Lodi. No, Trippier and Pickford. Pickford. <laughs> so apparently they're really good mates as well. Yeah, I, they are, yeah. I sometimes wonder about Mr. Best, Best tried it week yeah, in yeah. week out, hasn't he, to to get him here? But I, I, that sometimes worries. I know on, from the, from the outside you would think, oh well, you 
you know, if it's his, his best mate and he's yeah, life's amazing. I love it. It sometimes worries me that because if you know, let's just say it wasn't working for him and something happened where you know he, he wasn't playing or was getting, I don't know, wasn't pulling his weight in training, and that could affect his morale because yeah. his, he feels like his mates getting picked. And I'm not saying that would ever happen. I'm just saying that I don't know. Sometimes it sounds amazing to have friends there and your best mate here, but at the other side of the coins, like uh, if it got salty for one of them, does that would that change the other one? And I, I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking that. The tweet that he put out the other night was telling me that he doesn't look like he's going anywhere. Yeah. That, he that, put a tweet out basically saying we're in this for the future or something like that. Yeah. It's, I can't see him going anywhere. Yeah. I can't. Like, no. like I say, the, the fact that he's Brazilian, he'd been over for the 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 birth reveal, gender reveal g- thing. Gender reveal thing and, and all of that kind of thing. A bit I of think, holiday think, and stuff. Yeah, imagine if it was, the, you know, if you think of rules reverse. I often do this about the Kabai situation when he went on strike at Lille and we were like, ah, oh, it's amazing, he wants to come. He was over here in the back garden with the Newcastle top on, playing, kicking around and like photos. I know photos are getting taken and I'm not actually, I don't really agree with that either. But like, if you imagine being in Leon, imagine the rules were reversed and Bruno was over visiting him and he had, you know, you'd be, you'd be kind of off it. Like, well, there was, there was right, there was right kick off, off about it, like, which is why he, he almost, that in he was kind of apologising in, in that tweet as, as well around it because, yeah. I think his performances had dropped off in the, the latter half of the season, probably because he was missing Bruno and didn't have him have him playing kind of alongside of him. And, you wouldn't and miss Bruno, him. like to be fair. You see what he's brought yeah. to our team. You take him out of out of that team, yeah. they're going to struggle, and that's exactly what's what's happened. Um, They've all been having a wheel of a time in Disney World, I mean, I, as well as Brazilian squad. Yeah, yeah. On the, the log flume. What's yeah. that? Yeah. What's that? But I think with the even going back to the original question around the the formation and stuff like that, I think formations develop through the season. There's a lot of teams play four three three at the minute. You go back, a lot of teams played three five two. You know, everybody used to play four four two. So football develops based on the you know who you're playing up against, how you want to approach the game and stuff like that. The formation that we've we've got at the moment suits our players. So that's why he's playing it, because we've had success with it. He can fill the positions with the players that we've got. If he wants to then attract a certain player and he needs to adapt and maybe go to a 4-5-1 or something like that, mm. then he'll do that. Well, that's, that's the way We've he's... seen this from Eddie Howe, that, that he does have that ability to change tactics during the game, something which we never saw on the previous yeah. one. We, we did our times and it went tits up, but he, he does take the risks sometime, Eddie Howe. I think we saw it against... Um, the Spurs have got changed later on, and obviously they just went tore and you all saw them. Played about four different formations in that game, one. didn't Yeah, but it, the, the, the risks are there to be taken, and he, and he tried. Um, with more talented players being able to come off the bench, then then that should change yeah. the outcome of that going forward. Um, next one is... <clears throat> let's have a look. This one's from Daryl. Very own Gallagher shot, Daryl. does that. <laughs> Sunday name. <laughs> it says, uh, the rumoured settlement fee for Ashworth is $3 million. If this has had to come from the summer transfer budget, which isn't confirmed yet, do you consider a good business? It, it's the best three million pound we've probably ever, ever spent. spent. Probably yeah. ever spent. Honestly, ever spent. You're not going to get much of a player for three million pound, are you? Really? In this day and no. age, so it's no. it, it's absolutely well, I, money well well spent. I've seen rumours that it was five million. If we, you know, if we had a, they wanted five million pound or something beforehand. And we, nah, was it not as high as 10 when he oh, first... Was it 10, was it? Oh, yeah, I think it was as high as 10 when he when he first kind of resigned. And then yeah. that's well, why let's it's... Remember, the, the position where we were when Ashworth resigned, 
compared to where we finished in the league, obviously you've gained an extra few million just for league position, yep. which yeah. has probably helped us out as well. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it'll come from the transfer f- nah. fund, though. Um, we know that the, the owners have already injected a lump sum of cash into the, the general day-to-day running and, and, and that kind of thing. And mm. they'll look at it as, as, as part of the expenditure of, of the, the infrastructure of the club. So it'll come from the same sort of budget of the training ground improvements, the bringing the, the women's team into the, into the professional environment and all that. It, it's looking after the infrastructure and the, and the, the fabric of the club. That's, mm. that's where that'll come from, not from, the, from a transfer kitty. Let's fire through a couple of more, obviously, because we're talking about the transfer window. There's two questions. The first one is from Dan Witten. Uh, Dagger, he says, which position do you think we'll spend the most on? I'll give you my answer straight away. Striker. Has to be a striker. Because probably the, the most expensive players. They are, they are the most expensive, but I don't think we'll spend the most on a, on a striker. Well, like, there, just course. because of Callum Wilson. It's a difficult one. I would... I would, I would... Of course, at a on the striker side because they are expensive. Like, don't get us wrong. Um, <clears throat> I, I think I don't know. It's really, it's really difficult because I think um, if we sign Henderson, I think that's going to cost a lot of money, yeah. a lot of money. I think, um, but not not the most expensive. To be fair, um, I'm I'm probably going to chicken out a bit here and go for striker because I'm I'm I've seen more link with the left winger. Apologize, I can't remember his name at the top of my head. Um, uh, it's not Diaby, it's because it, yeah. it's the other. So that kid, uh, um, Trippi has made from Madrid. Oh, he's left back. Sorry, left yeah, back. but they say that he's been playing more left-sided midfield as well. I've been hearing, but I suppose it's a left back, really. Um, he would, he's going to be expensive. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I imagine. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm going to check now and see a striker. Well. Do, do you think, Mark? Do you think we're going to be a case where you're going to go out and spend big on one player, then bring a couple of others, or do you think it'll be very similar to what we did in January? Well, it's more evenly spread, wasn't it? And obviously, Bruno came, which was yeah. technically more key sign. You can argue, but I, I think when I mean we've we've discussed where where we think we need to to strengthen, and I think we all more or less said that the same. I'll, I'll be disappointed if if what was said there with the keeper. I think keeper is going to be a hefty one coming in regards to price tag. I'm disappointed in that. I, don't, I can't see that happening. Like mm. I don't think it will, um, unless but, we were going out and buying a number one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that was like an in, in, international number one keeper. Which right now I don't think it's something that nah, we need. I don't. Left back and right wing for me are the are the the, the two main ones and striker. I, th- I think we would have. Are you, are you thinking left back and right wing in regards to start? Yes. Aye. 100%. Whereas the striker we're talking about is backup. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I that's that's now. it. And they talked about another striker to come in and a, and a young one, which obviously the, the the young name that keeps getting bandied around is again the same one that we had in January mm-hmm. with um, Etikiti or whatever was, what it's called. So it's will you really bring in a very expensive striker when we've seen what Callum Wilson's done in? In those, you know, two three games that he's played at the end of the season, and I know that comes at the caveat of can he stay fit? Yeah, but I think they're going to rely on Wood again. I think it's going to be a case of they'll run with Wilson until he can't run anymore, kind of thing. Wood then comes in. I honestly think, and twenty five million pound in January, it's a lot of it's a lot of money, right? Whether whether people think we're rich or not, I don't think they're just going to just almost say, "Well, thanks for them six months, and you're not going to play again." I really feel that'll be Wilson. What if that's something happened, and then this young 
and potential to guy. Devil's advocate, the, the owners and the recruitment team might actually possibly look at this and say, right, Wilson was injured for, for a third of the season. Wood came in and we went on nine game unbeaten run. They might be looking at saying we don't necessarily need the striker that's going to score a goal. We just need a striker that's going to contribute. And Wood might be that one. Because obviously the goals came from every single angle. When oh, was on the field. did, yeah. As I've, as I've said a lot of times now, you've seen how much better we were when Wilson was in the team. I would hope that, you know, listen, I'll go back to what I've just said. You're not going to pay £25 million for a player just for that six months period and go, thanks very much. You're just not. So, you know, he is technically still going to be that second choice. Unless, I can see unless, him being a third choice, being the, the plan B of essentially he'll become Andy Carroll. So I, I think we can, like, but yeah, I, get you. I, th- I think we we will bring maybe not that a young stri- probably two strikers. So you'd have I four. Think we've got four. Yeah, because I think Gail Gail will be away. Oh, I know about that. Mm-hmm. So you've only really got Wilson Wood. And, and Wood. I think they'll have one more. I think they'll have three. So I think if we had European football, you get four. Yeah, but I think based on just attacking domestically. I think they'll get one more. Like Unless they do more. similar what they did under the, the uh, when brought Perez in, who was supposed to be one for the future. Then yeah. obviously he got the run in the team and done, done well. Well, that's the other, obviously with bringing that that young striker in is if he's under the the, the threshold for the age and stuff like that mm. as well. Then that's that's going. to I think you buy you buy that young striker is the ultimate replacement for Wilson. He the, the goal is for him to replace Wilson. Mm. If you bring him in young and you're hoping that Wilson and Wood can do enough to not rely on this kid. But he can just be nurtured through, and that's yeah. that. a bit like a bit more of a um, uh, what's the word like like well like what Bruno was in regards to you can nurture him in the side, you can give yeah. him time, mm. and we did that He's with Bruno. Bit, even though that I don't think that was necessarily the plan for Bruno. Bruno wants to come in and play, but we happened to be on such a good run. Everything was great. It would be lovely to sign a striker that's got so much potential, can be the ultimate replacement for Wilson, but we don't need him tomorrow. We, yeah. we can wait. Yeah, that would be the, would be the um, next one. Mark from Adam, our Adam. I'll get shots at him. <laughs> it's it's Sunday night. Is there anybody else watching this? No, there are, there's, there's 300 people watching. Um, someone ask a question. <laughs> he says, who is Trippier whispering in the year of at the England camp? Big fan. I'm going for a beer. Big fan. All right, camp. okay. If you look at no advances on Pickford since yeah, I've been away. I think it's Pickford. <laughs> Yeah, if you're giving me a mind saying that if the keepers that are there, I wouldn't mind them whispering Nick Pope's here. Ah, oh, well, okay, that's then. a shout. So, okay, then. So, you'd rather have Nick Pope than Henderson 100%. Really? Only, only really? downside of that is his age. Yeah. He's a good five years older than him. I wouldn't take Pope, like, not for me. Not for me. <clears throat> Any so other Pickford? Players? I, I, I can't think beyond Pickford. Um, uh, I, I tell you, what's he? I don't know. I can even think if he's in the squad. Um, what's his chops from Southampton? Mark Jews says Trippier dreams big. He's whispering to Harry Kane. <laughs> <laughs> we he, need a striker. He can beat you as record if he comes to us. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> what's he called? Southampton's blooming Ward Prowse. Ward Prowse. I couldn't think of his name. All right. Did Phillips make the squad? I was going to say Phillips. I don't know Phillips, if he did. Know. Is he not injured? Don't know. I don't know. But well, if they might have went down, I feel. Yeah, you would have. I feel it might. I don't know. I don't know if I'm just making that one up, but I I would have said Phillips like, but if Man City like follow through on their interest, though, he's going there, isn't he? Every day of the week. Yeah. I'd yeah. I'd love I'd love him to come into the the team. Yeah. Yeah. 
Right, let's go through some more. Yeah. Um, moving away from transfers, well, kind of moving away from transfers, and let's talk about sponsorship. So, Dave Pace's Fun 88 deal expires tomorrow. I'm not sure if that's 100% this is, correct. This is just hearsay. It is hearsay. Castor let slip the pre-order uh, for the new home shirt starts tomorrow. We have saw that twice. They've deleted the, the Instagram post, not once, but twice. <laughs> they, they knew They've what deleted. they were doing there. They knew what they Something tells me that that was done for for that reason, right? For, for I think they meant to publish the Aston Villa one and the Newcastle <laughs> yeah. one instead. My my concern <laughs> is, <laughs> and right, we, we don't know. Nobody knows who the sponsor is apart from the owners of this football club. They might not even know yet, right? Apparently, if we are believing that the the deleted post by Castor that the shirts are going on pre order tomorrow, okay. But the shirt didn't have a sponsor. The on shirt it. did not have a sponsor. So the question to you, Mark, is. Would you buy a shirt not knowing what the sponsor is going to be? Because a sponsor can it, either it make a shirt make, or ruin it a makes, shirt. It makes or breaks it, doesn't it? Um, we've seen that with... Are you seriously with considering many, saying yes here? If I... If I, There's 100% people out there that, that regardless of what sponsor is on the front of that shirt, will buy all three shirts. Good, good because they buy all three shirts every single yeah. season. Okay. I very, very rarely buy a shirt. I only bought I've only bought shirts in the last couple of years because I really like the shirt. Yeah. And it helps when it's got a huge discount on it, despite it taking there is that four as well. to five weeks to <laughs> arrive with you. So Saudi B are open I only got the, the, the blue third one because it was very, very cheap. Yeah. <laughs> there is not a chance in hell, can I add here, that I would buy a shirt without not knowing what the sponsor is. Not but a if you, chance. If you bought the, the shirt every season, you'd buy it. It doesn't matter what was on the front of it. Nah. You can guarantee nah. it could the sponsor could could say I'll be careful. Vox beers <laughs> on the front of it. What you wouldn't want and your money people, back. People would still there'll be still be 30, 40,000 I get you what you're saying. Wearing there, that will, shirt. there will be people 100%. out there that'll buy a Newcastle shirt people, despite what's on People will it. not care what that sponsor Let's says. remember we were sponsored by Wonga at one point. Exactly. And that shirt was you saw well, you that said thirty or forty thousand. Listen. If they was we sell hundreds, hundreds I'm, I'm of well thousands I'm well of shirts. I don't and, that, but, and that's when we were shit. Well, having said that, having said that, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. But all, well, listen, you asked for my opinion. The question I think was, I would not buy, wouldn't even think about pre-ordering a shirt if I didn't know what was on the front of it. Do you think one. we'll find out tomorrow or not? Or do you think it'll be a case where, right, this is a shirt, we don't know who the sponsor is yet? It's it, bad, that. Like, it'll be, it'll be a, it'll be a teaser. That. It'll be a teaser of the shirt. It'll be little little snippets of it, like the, the, yeah. the angle with yeah. the badge. Yeah. It'll be the... So you don't the think 150 that... years on the back because I don't even think that the sponsorship thing has been. So you don't think we'll see photos of players modeling it tomorrow? No, because if that was going to have happened, we, we would have heard, we would have seen leaks and stuff like that. All of the, the mock ups, all of the, the turkey kits on DHgate and stuff like that. That have have been well, we're no kind one... of bandied around have had no sponsor on because nobody out there knows who the sponsor is at the minute. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, because we know what we know what the shirts are. I mean, we know, right? Yeah, we know. We know. So it's going to be a, yeah, it's going to be quite a poor, well, dreadful, really sort of reveal if all it is is the side of the shirt or the top. It's a off, bit you know I mean? shit. It's shit. It's, shit. it's a I'm bit sorry, it's shit, shit releasing a shirt without knowing who the sponsor is. Yeah, it proves maybe how messy the situation is. Then, if they haven't been able to sort it by now. You're literally going to pre-order for your new shirt. And or, it was the same, it was the same could last... it be a case where, where we're waiting once again for some sort of Premier League approval 
to approve the sponsor on the shirt because obviously now it's got to go through the, this this thing now. I, I think that's part of the issue. But again, somebody in somebody out there would have a mouth on them and would would open the mouth. <laughs> Most uh, Twitter account probably have Everyone seems to be on this. Everyone's an IT hey, these it's days. It's ridiculous at the minute. It's up, mate. It's always hey, been ridiculous. It, I don't think it's getting worse. I'm literally seeing people fighting over, like, sorry, I'm just, give us two minutes. Like, you know, where it's like, uh, oh, I got this right. I put this on Monday at nine o'clock. And then I see one go, yeah, well, I'll put on a five two, though. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, but last week I put something on, which was complete polar completely polar opposite. opposite yeah. <laughs> so basically, oh. even a broken clock is right twice a day. That's yourself. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 just mental on there at the minute. Like, and I just kind of handle it like. Yeah. But sorry, going back to the question. Um. Well, sorry then, Chris. What do you think? Do you think that they're going to release it tomorrow? Or is it is a pre-order base without the sponsor known or anything like that? I, I think it'll just literally be a tease, little teaser. I can't the can't just do a tease. The can't it can't just be a tease. Say, I'll pre-order this. It just he has a snippet of what I'm. The corner of the arm. Well, we've, like. we we've done it before. We did a couple of seasons ago where you just seen. Ah, yeah, but like, you pre-order the then, was. mate. It was it was like yeah, it's you coming. Didn't see, you didn't see what the shirt was. You just saw. Yeah, but it wasn't available pre-order then, though. Surely, was. I don't think it would have been. What, no, like but I they, they leaked it to say when it would be released. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah, it wasn't pre-order. Fine. It would be available, but we never put shirts on on sale this early. That's well, it's the first of June. <sighs> yeah. Back in the day, back, back the, when we used, we used to, to play, play the last, game, yeah. how last amazing the were season. them? They were great days. Them were great days, you know. Them were great. So days. that's it's normally the very end, very end of July when we put them on sale. So let's so hang on a second. So let me just go back a bit. So how do we know it's pre-order? Is it is it just is it because of that, of that that, that leak on Castle? Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it did say there, didn't it? Did it say pre-order? So 10, 10 a.m. pre-order. First of June. Oh shit! Yeah. So that it, it looks legit. The fact that they posted like it, it deleted it ten minutes later, posted it again, then deleted then, it again. But, but we've we've already who's in seen, charge of that man? We've Shocking. already seen the Wolves kits, the Rangers kits, with the sponsor and the man. Aston Villa kits all leaked, all with the sponsors on and everything like that. They still haven't done any pre-orders for them, and they're already made. They've been produced. So do you think Castor's has dropped a bullet completely? It's not even going on sale tomorrow. Do you I'm, think it I'm could gonna, be the tease I thought was tomorrow. That's, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. It's teasers. That's what I'm thinking. Because Adam, once again, Adam, um, shot Adam says, <laughs> surely there's rules in place where you can't buy something that hasn't been fully advertised yet. Exactly. It's like well, one of them, it's one of their mystery shirt no, no, boxes. No, because it's it? just a you, you, buy you pre-register and your interest kind of thing. You're not. No, you're if it's buying it. No, but if it's if it is pre-order from tomorrow, you're buying it. You're buying it, right? I said, well, I haven't said that. I haven't said. No, you can still. You can still. Yeah, register your interest no, of wanting to buy. If you pre-order something tomorrow, that money leaves your account. Mm. Yeah, maybe it depends how they do it. You're purchasing it. You're purchasing. Yeah, Mark, it Mark's buying them all. Doesn't matter what's on the day. You didn't care, do you? I really like that white and green one. <laughs> we will be doing a podcast on all three kits in a little bit more details. I'm not. I'm not sold on the the blue one at the minute. So Freddie, Freddie Costanzo says, have you guys discussed... Gallagher Shot member, Freddie yes. Costanzo. Gallagher Shot member, name. yeah. <laughs> he says, have you guys discussed the Saudi Arabia third kit on a different podcast? If not, what were your thoughts on it? Um, we will be doing one when the shirts are official. I think we're all I in agreement. I think did what did do one, didn't you? No. The night that got... It was the day before. So we did one about the... We did the, the, day, one the night the, before them. Yeah. And then, then the next few hours, well, the white and green yeah. one got well, released. Texas, you Oh well, we could have waited a day. <laughs> so we haven't seen the end of that podcast. We do kind of yeah. guess what, what's going to be happening That's, a little bit, yeah, to a certain degree. But we haven't done that podcast yet. We will be doing it at some point. Spoiler alert! I've just gave you my answer. 
new England. Yeah, we'll go into a little bit more detail in, in regards to the thoughts and, and reasoning behind it. Um, a couple more questions before we wrap this one up. So if anyone does want to send some in, uh, get them in as soon as possible. What, what do you what do you think the sponsor will be? Because we've, we've obviously had rumours that Funny at 8 are getting renewed. Funny at 8 contract ends tonight. The last few days I've seen Saudi Arabia Airlines. There's been Saudi Golf. Aramco. Ask me this question tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to... I'm nailing mine on Aramco. Like. I would love Aramco. Like. Uh, that's what I think. It's just based on I don't think the colours of the shirts, the colours of the Castor logos. I think it's... I would, love me, like, I, would I, would I would love it. I think it is. I would love it. I really would. We'll see. We'll see what happens tomorrow. I, if... I just can't. Some part of us can't see it being funny because of the gambling situation over there. Not well, apparently the things... that these shirts are easily accessible without a sponsor. Well, that was seen it with other, other, other shirts. Yeah. I did see someone. You'll just be the bad without because it's not that one part of the sponsorship agreement in regards to shirt sales. It's all TV opportunities. Okay. Plus, if you think the kids' shirts don't have them on. Oh, yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Um, this one is from Blue Rhythm Boy. Uh, Mark, we'll start with you. Will Target sign for us? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I would like to see him, but I don't think it'll happen. There's too much noise around. I'm really I think, upset here. I, I know, but I too, think Target too much noise is one of the players that was on the January list, Yeah. but they'll look elsewhere. In this transfer window, well, listen, if, I think it might be a backup. If we can't get a player that's on top of that list, then we might back. go back yeah. in for a target. But I think they'll have somebody else ahead of him. I'm the same as you. Wow. But listen, if, if we are, you know, as a club and as the scout network, if we are looking for a player that we believe is better than him, well, good luck to her then. Good luck to her. Because, I mean, honestly, I think the world of target, like since he's come in. But listen, I'm, that, I didn't mean that to sound sarcastic, by the way. I meant. That is amazing. If we, if yeah. you know, if we are progressing to try and look for a player better than him, then every single one of us sat him. here, what three weeks I, ago, I would love and him. said we have to sign him. Yeah, yeah. So the first bit of business that we do. Yeah, I'm, I'm still in that camp, by the way. Oh, if we, if we bring him in, if he actually comes in as our starting left back, I'm all oh, moon with I'm, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm more than. But happy I think with they'll it. have somebody else above him on the list. And it's that name that's just won't go away at the minute, isn't it? Yeah, Pickford. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, well, it's now I would love him personally, but... Followed by Ruben Nethers and Mikel Antonio. Best be happy man, wouldn't be happy man. Next one, this one is from Elsbeth, uh, NUFC. Anderson, that says, what do you lads think about the Bilbao and Atlanta for the pre-season games? And what that shows for Eddie's hopes for next season. Um, so it's a strange one that the, the games are back-to-back. Um, so a day, I think the Atlanta game hasn't had a kick-off Saturday, time. Confirmed yet? One of them hasn't had a kickoff time. Um, confirmed back to back, though. Is that just to be fair? That's going to give Eddie Howard good look at the, the squad. It's going to be a different start on 11s playing both those yeah, games 100%. Yeah, 100%. But that's it's just another thing that it's just mad, isn't it? It's another thing that Eddie Howard's probably thinking, right? Let's have two back to back. I can access both 11s if you like, and mm-hmm. no doubt, probably they'll come on and play again. You know, there'll be a bit of I think also for the for the fans that as well, you know, there'll be certain players that will play twice. Not, of course, the full 90 or anything stuff like that, but 10 minutes here, are they? You know, come off the bench and whatever. But I, I've got fond memories. I remember um, Bill Bow playing Rob A's debut. I remember I went to yeah. see that and I went and bought a shirt. Yeah, a couple of times. Lush little video they put on today as well. I think it was today. Yeah, Lush little video. Yeah. Um, I, listen, I've always, and I mean this with the greatest respect, but I've always thought like, for, if I if I was, you know, 
could possibly be in charge of it. I'd be like, let's play Barcelona. Let's play Spray Tans. You're in charge of. Well, true. Uh, let's play Real Madrid tomorrow. Jason Tindall's like, his number one customer. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's what I would do. Yeah. Then play Cambridge away or, or you know, no, you know what I would love to see. And I think we mentioned this a couple of years ago some sort of Bobby Robson Cup. Yeah. Where you not? have those you teams. Could play switch switch Barcelona, PSV. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Powerhouses. Lovely. Yeah. Those in. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So lovely. All the money goes to charity. Life's great. Robson's get a mention you're playing against great opposition, gets the fans excited. Because I just don't I hate when you're going to preseason tour and you're playing likes of well, I'll just mention a few, you know, these league two and, and again, no disrespect, but why not why we'll not invite Ipswich? <laughs> why why not like have a have a real massive game? And I'm not saying these are huge games, but the field mm. I read them and thought, hey, happy days. That's 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 a little bit challenging. It seems great, you know. And I don't know, that's what I think you should do anyway. Yeah, I, I'm all for it. I think it's it's yeah. great having like we we take the kids to to it because it's one of the only opportunities they get to go yeah. to the ground and see it. Even more so now, to be fair. They'll be able to see two. Um, how many times do you see in in friendlies them having to play two teams in the same game, just giving them a half each to try and get them both a, yeah. a run out? So again, having them back to back over two days will allow them to either give them a full game or even give them two halves. Play them first half in in that in the yeah. first game and then first half in the the second game. E- exactly. And do yeah. it that way, but yeah, yeah I think good. Really and good, it's yeah. nice to have a, a good standard of opposition, especially so close to the, the start of the season as well. You want to ramp up that, that, that pre-season mm. training mm-hmm. into something that's actually going to challenge And we still you don't you know what's going to be in replacement of the the American, the American tour, tour as well. Yeah. We don't know what's in replacement of that. Obviously, Newcastle always play the last uh, pre-season game at home. Mm-hmm. It's normally yeah. the case. Yeah. Um, like we just said, there it is two back-to-back games. Um, God knows what's going to be before that. We normally play Gated as well. Which you think maybe we'll either scrap that one or send? I think because I think last year we sent an under twenty three team as well with maybe a couple of mm. first teamers. So there's always one local team that you play. Yeah, yeah. there is, and that makes one. sense. That definitely makes yeah, sense. Of course, does. Of course, does. Um, anything that you two want to add before we call this one? No, I think it's been a good one. Though. I've enjoyed it. It's been nice to talk about positive things, and again, like the, that, the Dan Ashworth news is just—it's that next step on the ladder, isn't it? Of of looking towards the future and I mean God <clears throat> the owners will be thrilled that they've got someone in there that can actually because blessing them have been doing it all yeah. at, this, at this point you know what I mean or getting perhaps favours or asking for advice here and there for things but now to know that they've got someone in place probably even them can like go okay right we can now take a foot Step off a bit and, yeah. and maybe just observe and enjoy a bit more you know I've all been enjoying it but it's um again it's just exciting isn't it and I'm sure everyone watching feels exactly the same 100% yeah, enjoyed this one. Told you there's going to be plenty to talk about <laughs> once the season ended, and there'll be plenty more coming as well. Um, if you do want to become a member, like many people in the chat, or you can do so for two ninety nine a month, and um, you get access to early access videos as well. Uh, Shade has the United State, which will be released tomorrow, which was recorded last week. Um, you do get access to the Telegram group as well, and you can speak to. I think there's 130 people or thereabouts in that at the moment. Mark, um, I will be putting a couple of messages in there over the next couple of days in preparation for our end-of-season awards as well. So we want you to be a part of that and give us some suggestions for that. But, yeah, thanks very much. been a pleasure as always. Yes, Mark? I, I did have one more question oh, right. before you start wrapping <laughs> I could it up. tell by your lips are going. <laughs> you did ask if we had any anything else to talk about. Five minutes you, ago. Because <laughs> then you went on a, a long rant. <laughs> um, the club put out a, a YouTube video today. Mm-hmm. Moment of the season. Oh, right. Was this not going to be with end of season awards? Well, 
It might be, but... Well, shall we just end it on this? Because I'm pretty sure we could go in it. Do you want to get that one in there? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep that one in when we end the season awards. Oh, Special well, host. Why, why in the arena for that? In the arena. Yeah. <laughs> right, are we on? Utilita. Everyone can come and yeah. It's yeah. gonna be good. Gonna Thanks be good. everybody. Um and we will see you very soon. Bye. I'm gonna press this video and I hope it's gonna be better than the introduction video. So it's the right video this time. <laughs>